This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison, Your Calls, True Crime, Shoe Museum, and the Thursday show, Magic Eye Posters, Burbank Horror, Non-Sexual Orgasms. Swiffer slash cultural phenomenon chat combined with my broken heart has really had me seeking out women singers and love songs. And I've been listening to a lot more lately. One that I've had already been listening to, but has led me to many others, is Lissy, and I will be starting the show with that. Now, on with the show. In the shop, all my curtains have come down. And inside, I can barely mutter sound. Outside, I know the light still shines for those who hope, but I can't and I don't. That's the closer. That's the deal. Only I decide how I feel. I feel like I have lost my mind. I feel like I have lost my mind. Bonjour. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can. Cool. Me- yes. How are you? How's uh, things? Great. Good. That's all. Cool. No. <laughs> all right. Show's over. Uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> you truly are the fucking best. Oh, thank you. And good good night. Hi. 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 Hey. <laughs> hey. Sup. Thing, things are sup. Things good. are, uh, yeah. Good. Nothing, nothing, nothing too bad. Just, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, it's you know what? I'm good. How are you? I feel like that's the correct answer that normal humans are supposed to get. No, I think that's like a I'm not I don't want to answer, but I'm going to ask about you because I'm supposed to. <laughs> no. Yeah, things are great. Yeah. Sure. Shirley. Just don't call me Shirley. <laughs> Shall we start the show? Uh, yes. I feel like if there is any catching up, let's just leave it in. It'll be um, I, I'm going to try something new and we'll see how it works. OK. OK. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, that sounded questionable, but okay. Yeah. I will trust you are telling me him the truth. <laughs> I really just needed to clear my throat. That wasn't for any kind of a sub comedic point. I have the garage cracked because the the wind is starting to pick up just a tiny, tiny bit. We're getting, you know, it's a little overcast. So I'm like, I'm going to, you know, witness this storm hitting us. I'm pretty excited about it and scared. Oh, uh, sorry. I am ready whenever you are. Okay. I was filibustering. And much to people's appreciation, I'll probably leave it in. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. I may or may not be a host. Uh, Trice is here. 
feel like hey. I forced that one on you. Foisted upon you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And hoisted you up as a co-host with me. I Hi. appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Great. I appreciate Good. all this peer pressure and uh, trying to indoctrinate me into the cult more so than I already am. Trying. Yeah, I know. It's I think it's happened, sir. You're in the cult. You have no idea. It's been years. You are branded. Actually, I, I mm. actually am. <laughs> mm. Only three of us are, but, you know, I'm trying to get more. So I thought you meant you literally had a brand on you somewhere. And I was like, that's that sounds like it could be true. I don't I'm, remember I this. Does kind of track, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, no, but maybe I mean, if somebody wanted to, I would say, let's do it. I was thinking, I, yes, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, hmm. maybe stop thinking is where I should I mean, start. <laughs> it's, it's very, I appreciate how open you are to ideas. Yes. But maybe ask some questions if I someone says, really hey, open. we should get branded. Let's all get branded. Yes. I was, yes. Mm-hmm. That is the thing. I was thinking the other day, it's not unlike wearing a wedding ring to me. I saw somebody wearing a wedding ring. And even though the social construct of a marriage is silly to me, uh, for me, not for everybody else, I was looking at the person wearing the ring and I thought, man, I really miss being taken. And I was never taken by the right person, but like I miss that feeling of like being somebody else's and somebody being mine, even though, like I said, still haven't had the right one, but the idea of it. So I think branding each other. How how fucking sexy and romantic is that? Uh, <laughs> again, it's it's uh hmm. It, no, I mean it's 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 fine, but it's it is mm-hmm. it to me as a judgmental person. I think oh, what else is going on here? Why are these oh, people branding oh. each other? Even see, I say that having like called you like a dairy cow ninety seven times, but still, it's it's a. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a little much. It's a little yeah. culty. Okay, so hang off the teats, but don't burn your initials in my ass, is what just, you're saying. Just get the milk, for, and the milk is for everybody. So you're, you're using... You're being shared me. with the whole community. Oh, so it is... Don't pay for the cow if you get the milk for free or whatever? I feel like, like... That's basically, don't brand her. She's going to give us the milk for free. Mm, but we all love the cow. Everyone appreciates <laughs> the cow. Let's just say nice things to the cow. You know what I mean? Oh, Go over to the cow's uh, barn and hang out for a weekend, oh. like once a year. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You know what? I don't mind being, I'd be, I mean, <laughs> taking a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But already uh, if, my, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So b- before we started recording, the idea was to just, you know, get to the show or whatever and right. catch up along the way. But well, we've gone actually, to, into like a cow path. My, my plan was this. I was going to do like a, a countdown to catch up and literally be like, all right, 60 seconds on the clock. Trice, Ooh, go. And I then like I could do the same thing. Because obviously we still talk about ourselves during the entire thing. We're talking about our opinions about these topics. So, I mean. It's still all about us, really. No, I, you know, it kind of is. I mean, it, it kind of is. is. Let's do, how about this? Let's do shout outs first. And then if there's any call outs, which I might have, then we'll do that. And then we'll we'll try out our new little, you know, funzy little segment. If I call it that, it makes it more fun, right? Yeah. It Cute. seems like it's uh, like a whole, it's its own deal. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to call it out that you're calling it that to make it more special. You can just <laughs> make it more special. Yeah, I don't. I haven't learned that subtlety in life yet, but I will. Do you shout outs? I do, which is to say, I didn't think of any before, but I can grab some oh, right now. Okay. 
shouted out Paul last episode. Shout out to him again. We were exchanging some uh, DMs about various things, but in particular, Daniel mentioned not liking anime and manga in the Monday episode. And Paul said, you know, we could probably get in, get him into like a Miyazaki or Studio Ghibli film, like My Neighbor Totoro or Spirit of especially with them having kids or something like that. I feel like uh, there's an opportunity there to mm. to uh, maybe introduce him to some stuff that he would like that's in that that realm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my eyes glazed over when you started speaking a different language. Sure. But yes, I can agree with all of this 100%. Yeah. Any, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to, uh, I'm going to say, Shara, who we exchange uh, funny TikToks all the time, which is nice. And finally, uh, Jess, Megan's wife, uh, for no particular reason other than to just say hey. I did not finish my shout outs, but I'm going to just off the top fill a couple in. All right. Shout out to the TNC. I hope to see you soon. A few of you will be in town slash home in the next week. And um, I'm hoping to get to see you. At least knowing you're close to me will be helpful. Shout out to East Coast Jen. We always are exchanging the most fun things. And it's funny because someone will send me something on, of course, there's like reels on Instagram. Someone will send me that. Someone will send me a TikTok. Someone will send me something on Messenger. And like, so I'm talking to her on like three different platforms. <laughs> and it's just funny. Like sometimes she'll get to one one day and then like two days later she's responding on another one i was like i guess we could just probably just text each other yourselves but i don't know it's kind of fun not kind of it's super fun shout out to dr jen aloha shout out to whitney and von carmen's olive shout out to paul shout out to superfan megan dr angela leanne lee bruns dr joanna lk and lil rafi ray morgasm Michelle Smith, Tamara Holler, and anybody else I've missed that's listening. Oh, I think Tim Ortez. Hi, how are you? It's been a while. Also, you mentioned somebody. Oh, Shara. I haven't heard from her in, in a very long time. I thought she was going to be in San Diego at some point. I could be mixing her up with someone else. That's probably past. Anyway, anybody else that's listening, shout out to you. Uh, I love you. Thank you, Aunt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> All right. Call out. I have two callouts. Do you have any callouts? Ooh, I mean, kind of in mm, a in a mm, uh, mm, mm. not not in a uh, serious or real way. Minor but, light, minor light. Yeah, yeah. This is more like weird internet argument stuff. But Ooh, uh, yeah, mine's not that mine. Okay, that's deep. Go, go ahead. Okay. Well, there's there's uh, so I for for uh, context the the lore is that uh, I. When I was younger, like in my 20s, I was definitely like arguing on Internet message boards guy a lot. Oh, that was you. OK. Yeah. Um, I not so much in the in in the more recent years in my advanced age, just because I really don't care about stuff like that that much anymore. Even if people are super wrong, I just kind of like, oh, all right, well, I'm not going to, you know, uh, but yeah, I so I <laughs> have gone down the rabbit hole a little bit. I am now cruising the reddit board for that right wing talk radio show oh, that i no. listen to yeah oh yeah. god why do you do this to yourself good question and that's like the it's the only time i've been on reddit in like a long oh. time and actually the posting stuff i don't know so, why. You, so you were on the last time when jmo patrol started when you started the reddit on, on jmo patrol and now this okay uh i didn't start the jmo patrol know, reddit, but um <laughs> 
anyway, so yeah, some guy was saying some things about trans people and how they're a problem and i oh, got into God. an argument with this this person mm-hmm. and then they were like oh i have a, a, a nephew came out as trans i'm not i can't blah 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 i just think and it's it's just i would say first of all i don't care man i don't care about your life number one be number two uh you can't you don't get to say oh i have a gay family member or a trans family member or so i get to make i'm not racist because i have a black friend whatever you don't get to do any of that especially if you're like actively supporting people who are against those people you that makes you a sellout that makes you bad and not yes it's the opposite of an excuse it's a you should know better but you're you 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 don't apparently so you're justifying bad behavior yeah 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 uh, oh a call out to that person uh do better to pay hey, hey hey fuck off yeah <laughs> that's ours lisa yes okay my call out much lighter in nature than that one i'm calling out Ooh, it's myself two times i'm calling out myself the slight call out clarification on the boob merch pick i said i think megan thought of the idea for my neighbor larry to get just our boobs in the picture i was notified it was me <laughs> you were notified i like that by uh, an unspecified person that it was not uh super fan megan but it was me and i have no memory of me thinking that that would be a good idea i thought it was somebody else so uh my bad for th- throwing megan on the under the boob bus on her although i'm sure she'd be fine with it but, Sounds um, like something she would like, but it is funny <laughs> to me that you were like, that you were like on, on champagne and mushrooms, and you're like, I don't have any mm-hmm. memory of that happening. It's like, well, yeah, that also does sound right. Fair, fair. That day too, because I thought, oh, just doing mushrooms, it's like not a big deal. I look back, and there's a lot of like dreamy feelings to that day where I'm like, oh, I t- definitely was shrooming. Another habit that I've picked up as of late is smoking cigarettes. And so that's a fresh one, but it's like one a week. But that day, one person took out something to smoke and I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a cigarette. And I'm sitting there smoking next to Dr. Angela, which I'm in the garage, but it's like the entire amount of smoke that just came like smoking is not like a subtle like vape situation it's like engulfing and i was like what am i doing <laughs> who am i where did i do- what just happened and i thought that was very weird usually it's just something i do by myself i like sit in the backyard and i'll have like one cigarette a week it's just like a thing i do now i don't know why slowly turning into peggy bundy uh, slowly <laughs> my spirit animal is actually her so i mean I already uh, dress like her. I don't act like her, even though I would love someone to rub, rub my tushy. But like, yeah, I don't know. I yes. The visually. Yes, please. <laughs> let's uh, let's cut down on the smoking. Let's. Yes. I yeah. was thinking that I think that's a good idea. I smoked one the other day and I it actually went out halfway through because I don't I I don't, I've talked about this before. I don't know if it was in the jam up show days. It's been over the years. Like I used to have craving cigarettes, but I never was a smoker. So I would just like buy them sometimes and just light it and smell it. Or I loved being around people that were smoking and all of my candles were tobacco smelling, which doesn't smell the same as cigarettes, but just there's something about it. I would have dreams about smoking. It's like I wanted to smoke so bad, but like I never really enjoyed it. It was not my thing. So yeah, I just, I bought a pack like a couple of years ago and it stayed, I stayed in the freezer. I probably eventually threw it away because I probably smoked like once a year. 
and then this pack I bought like a few weeks ago I there's probably like three gone I don't know but yeah it's not a great idea of something to do but I, it was very strange she's probably like does she always smoke <laughs> yeah I don't think of you as a smoker no so, yeah not at all and then my other call out is to also to myself and you are collateral damage in this although you have no control over it is the fact that we talked for 47 minutes last week before we talked about the Allison's episode at all about Monday like before we even started talking about Monday 47 minutes in and in my mind I was like well everyone wants to hear this conversation because I do <laughs> that's and, very nice of you to think um but yeah. like I just thought oh everyone's gonna like this so why not just put a disclaimer uh, you know if you don't want to hear us chatting just you know scrub forward 47 minutes but it's like in my mind I was like well that put that baby to bed like that's fine just go forward 47 minutes but I was like really thinking about it after you're like maybe we shouldn't maybe some of it can be on the cutting room floor <laughs> and I started dying I'm like maybe it's just like me and Dr. Jen that wants to hear that and nobody else <laughs> I mean uh at least 50 percent of that yeah but the <laughs> you know what uh, people enjoy a cupcake I like cupcakes on occasion mm -hmm. but if, if it has too much icing yeah it's 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 you know or too much frosting or whatever it's it's too much it, it distracts from the cupcake you just end up okay. wiping most of it so off so scrape half of the sweet stuff off get to the meat of the matter we don't need to have so much chatter it also made me think a couple of things obviously i have a lot of hot air to burn off and i've always wanted to start another podcast so like maybe this is like the thing i should be doing is focusing on like coming up with some new thing that i want to do and like putting all of this hot air into that and that way people have a choice to listen or not and not have to you know move forward 47 fucking minutes <laughs> or you could do like allison does do two episodes a week with one is just you doing hot air stuff and then the rest is the regular bff it segues i actually did come the the ex-boyfriend actually came up with like a pretty good idea of, of a show idea for me and i i'm not gonna say i think i've said it already and i was like oh that's interesting because i do have this need is some sort of therapy to like chat like whether it was with Rafi or whether it was with you like having the same person to talk to every week I really enjoy but also just talking out my shit that goes on during the week because I don't always talk to my friends about a lot of stuff and a lot of times if I'm going through anything or whatever if I'm bouncing stuff off of people it's usually like here and I you know maybe I should lean on my friends a little bit more than I am <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes yes <laughs> yes so now that we've gone past our 60 seconds i was going to try and do uh, maybe we'll do that in the future i was just that was just i'm spitballing what, what do you think of that idea good uh i mean 60 seconds is a little short but okay. could be could be fun yeah I, worth trying I, okay. I would say definitely maybe we shot. will try that today even though we did just t talk a little bit it's not 47 minutes we're still like just like shooting the shit we did a little bit of Allison stuff because shout outs it's like you know connected to her show kind of even though it's really just for our show but okay we don't have any bff hotline calls but if anybody would like to send a text or message it's 818-BFF-0732 call me I recently gave out my number to somebody new and as a BFF, I don't know why I have to be hidden about it. It's not anything illicit or anything, but like we exchanged phone numbers because it's like, oh, we don't actually have each other's phone numbers. Like, well, do you not listen to the episodes? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so uh yeah, so that I was like, ooh, somebody new, and I like that. 
if anybody wants my phone number, hit me up because I'll give it to you. All right, Trace. Yes. Countdown to catch up. Ooh. How are you? Are we doing 60 seconds? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I need to get a sleep study done for more further old man medical stuff. Perhaps a sleep apnea situation. Who's to say? Um, guitar uh, has been fun, but I have not been practicing much in the last two weeks. Uh, I recently changed my strings to a higher gauge, and it is now extremely difficult to play, which is fun. Oh, I had a dream about Lisa uh, based on a previous episode wherein she was trying to cram a bunch of dildos down a kitchen sink, like through the garbage disposal, and like her kids were coming home as this was happening. It was vaguely sort of uh, Lucy at the Chocolate Factory. Got some new shoes. Got some new shoes, which are nice. I have to return. I bought two. I'm going to return one pair, which I hate having to do that. And that I never got used to buying two things and then returning the one I don't want. It feels weird to me, even though it's very common with like online clothes, clothes shopping type stuff. Um, is that 60? That was 60. Actually, it was 65. But I, I we ate up five with you asking, are we doing 60 seconds? So that was 60 seconds. That was good. Okay. So follow up really. We'll do a follow up. I'm proud of you on the guitar gauge. Your, your dream is hilarious and not unlike something that has happened in real life but obviously not shoving anything down any drains but that's hilarious imagery i oh what what are your new kicks oh i uh they are pro pay like it's spelled like the word profit p-r-o-p-h-e-t but without the h it's vaguely Uh... french though i don't think i don't think they're like fancy i i have like wide feet so i went shopping for like new shoes can be kind of a pain because you either have to buy a couple sizes up or find people who make wide sizes which is not as common as you think hmm. so these Surprising, are both actually. wide and pretty good you would you would think it'd be more common but it's uh it's uh, historically not been so hmm. okay profit i like it tomorrow i will be working sunday school so i will be the the profit no i'm just kidding sure <laughs> nothing uh, blasphemous about nothing that. at all so quickly going on with me i had one of the worst days of my entire life this week completely living in a nightmare right now and i'm not talking about it to anybody i am just trying to deal with it on a not even a day-to-day basis on a like a moment to moment really like chunks of time in the day i'm dealing with it and just being super vigilant and it's I feel like if I talk about it, I'm going to give it life or I will completely fall apart because it's like one of the worst things in the entire world to have to go through. And my friends will be here soon. And I feel like I don't want to like dump this on them because while they will say, oh, I'm sorry, you're going through this and that will feel nice. I just want to kind of escape. And I don't even know if I'll be able to see them anyway, because I am too scared to leave my house. All right. I don't I think that was a minute. (laughs) I think you got like 10 seconds probably. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what's going on in my life. I'm, yeah, living in terror and not just, yeah, worst day of my life. And just now it's just become a daily thing that I'm having to deal with. And it's not fun. Well, but, so I'm not sleeping as well and things oh. are not great, but you know, that's, it is what it is. And I'm just dealing with it. It could have been way worse. Thankful that it wasn't. And so I, can't think about the what ifs i just have to move forward and protect and be proactive yes i yes. i i think i speak for everyone listening when i say i'm sorry all that whatever you're going through i'm sorry it happened i'm sorry 
you're still feeling like you can't leave um and all all of this extra stress and all of the the lack of feeling safe and comfortable is uh terrible thank you yeah it's i i feel like i was get, gaining such headway as far as like my mental state and my mental health my trajectory was in a good direction and i'm trying not to let this set me back i haven't i feel like i'm still strong in that trying to be more positive and optimistic but this is such a a blow to ever my life that it's like okay i still just need to stand strong and like keep focus on what i need to do but it also put a lot of other things into focus too as far as like my priorities and things that are important in life that felt like were so important that maybe i need to like not focus on as much and just focus on these things instead yeah i mean i i it is nice that you have your friends hanging out with them to look forward to yes um, i really hope i get to see them oh, yeah yeah take your mind off of some things but yeah if if you feel like you could you know open up and reach out to them that would also be good but it's yeah. it's a dealer's choice uh, go yes. with however it feels I probably will just to give them a heads up that I might not be able to hang out at all or that much, especially if it's far from home. I don't, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I'll feel safe to, to do any of it. So we'll just see, but I'll at least, I might give them a heads up on, on it. I'll probably end up telling them. I don't know. I just feel like when I say the words or even think it, it just is like, I can't, I can't sit in it. So yeah, I get yeah. that. But also yeah. sitting on it is yes you know by not saying anything is not yes. great either so true, uh, true. pick your spot doesn't have to be this weekend but at some point it's going to be to your benefit to be able to open i don't know i'm saying on the show or to yeah. me or whatever. Yeah. i'm just yeah. in general it's it's going to help you to be able to talk about it i agree i think so too i think right now i'm just in protective mode because it's not about me it's about somebody else so i'm protecting this person's safety and and so that's where i'm at right now yeah yeah it's a fucking nightmare and i'm living through it okay on that note <laughs> speaking of nightmares allison rosen <laughs> another monday episode with danny you know what i'm saying yeah all right so monday monday was daniel and allison with with our calls and at the top allison was talking about the sensation of when your tongue feels too big for your mouth and this is something that i've definitely had over the course of my life where I'm like is my tongue too big for my like I've actually questioned it before I don't have this feeling where she's feeling like it's like taking up too much space and like it's like she's feeling it too much I think is what she's saying in my mind I'm like I think my tongue might be too big for my mouth like just sometimes I think I I don't even know speech impediment sometimes where I'm like maybe it's my tongue I'm not sure any thoughts on this so I have had this thought but mostly when i'm sick like if i have a sore throat mm. and i feel like i can't swallow my own saliva then it feels like there's too oh, much tongue yes. space that feeling uh, yeah yeah i also someone told me a funny joke not that long ago about a tongue that's too big <laughs> and i'm not gonna tell you what this is but I, it just made me laugh when i heard this because it brought me back to that moment it was quite funny but they also talked about gleeking which I feel like is it is such a like sixth grade, seventh grade boy thing that ever, they all could do. And I've only done it by accident. Yeah, that's for me also. That was definitely a it's a thing. I, f I feel like 99 percent of people can only do it by accident. And then there's like the two kids at your school who can do it on purpose. Yeah. And 
it's not like nice kids either. It always seems no. like <laughs> the troublemakers. Is it like the kids who are most dedicated to figuring out how to gleek? Is it the, true. the most dirtbag children? Oh my God, 100% dirtbag children. Like they were farting under their armpits like the year before and now they're like gleeking. Or they did the thing where they put your like their hand in their pocket and then they put, <laughs> they connect their sleeves together. Yes, okay? I know what you mean. Yes, <laughs> they put their hand in their pocket and they do that motion does that even have a name anyway they did all of these things yeah yeah i i don't know i have a distinct memory of like wanting to be able to do that when i was 12 or or you know yeah uh, but i don't i've not thought about the idea as an adult the idea of someone doing that on purpose is very strange but very. it was it was a, a currency when you're in seventh grade. Oh, for sure. I remember thinking, God, I wish I knew how to do that. But like, why, wherever would I do that? It was not like I would do it at school in front of friends, but I think I just wanted to be able to know how to do it. It's just fascination, I guess. I definitely brought it up to the kids not that long ago, maybe in the past year. And I don't know why it came up. I, maybe because she talked about it on the show. I don't even know if I, if I asked them if they knew what that was just because, you know, culturally i'm like where are we at <laughs> did you guys ever and so now and so it's another thing that they make fun of me for because they're like oh i'm just gonna gleek because they have no idea it's like calling me a millennial like they think it's a funny term that i m people of my age use which pretty much it's true so yeah they have a few sayings that they make fun of me for and that's one of them so um it comes up often they're like oh. like if i say something that i think is funny they're like oh why don't you gleek <laughs> <laughs> which it doesn't make sense in the context but like still it's like they're just making fun of me yeah yeah which i was allison is very sweet allison was like uh do we should we explain what gleeking is because uh, maybe not everyone knows or remembers oh, right and did she even explain it i don't remember I her explaining it i think so but okay I, it's funny because the show glee briefly mm. took over that term as, really? as like a a geek who's a, a geek for glee a gleek i think the fans were called uh... gleeks or something see that's actually that i mean that makes sense that's a good that's like a swiffer like i get it that adds up but... it does make sense but i wonder if people who are you know between the ages of like 22 and 29 who are super into glee do they think of gleeking as would they if they heard the word gleek would they automatically picture glee probably they're gleeking out on it they're like sweet i yeah, they probably don't know it's like the gathering of spit somehow from under your tongue and like tongue cleavage and then like ejecting it out <laughs> from underneath your tongue. That's so crazy. Like, how did it become a phenomenon, really? If you think about that. It's, I I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, humans are weird mammals and we secrete things. I don't know. I don't have an answer. For it this. is a weird projectile secretion. It's almost like a lizard or something. Yeah, it is. It is. Huh. Of the dirtbag variety. All right. So she had some calls. There were a few. And there were some uh, familiar voices or names. Our first call came from Ulysses Hour. <laughs> Her first call from Ulysses, which she was surprised by the way he sounded because she had never heard him before. I have heard him before, but it's been many years. So it, but he did sound like someone, you know who he sounds like is Matt von Carmen's Olive. He kind of sounded like him oh. to me a tiny bit. Which Allison would not be thinking the same thing as me, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember ever hearing Ulysses before. Yeah, he was on JMO Patrol a million years oh, ago okay. with James Leroy Wilson, I believe. Mm. 
and they both had like cat artwork in the background of their videos. So I remember that's very Brienne and I both were like, "What's going on with this?" Like, of course, we're gonna focus hyper focus on the stuff behind them and not talk to them. <laughs> oh, it was fun. Yeah, he definitely did sound different than I would have thought. Yeah, I don't. Rem- I don't remember thinking he sounded like Matt, but I I was just probably more surprised. But yeah, and I get I don't know what I would have thought he would have no. sounded like. He has but- a nice voice too. He asked Allison if she would consider living somewhere else and they had a lot of chat about that i know we talked a little uh, well i said a little we talked a lot about that last week and one place that i never mentioned which is something that daniel mentioned is the central coast and that's definitely somewhere i could see living san luis obispo pismo beach that sort of you know real inexpensive part of california to live monterey santa barbara like that area i've only stayed there very briefly at times i mean i did mention vacationing and solving which is sort of in the same you know vein of that but yeah i have a real love affair with california and there's so many different versions of california that you could that you could live in so many different like it's not all the same everyone thinks it's like beach palm trees what have you it's not like that at all and you know you're in sacramento well sacramento is probably I've been there, so I should know. But um, well, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was gonna say, climate-wise, like it's different than here. Like oh, it's not sure. like the Hollywood, LA, like that everyone thinks California is. Like yeah, you go to Sacramento, sure. or like the Bay Area is completely different. Or if you go to the eastern part of, like the eastern Sierra part of California, or even San Diego is so different. Like so many different parts of San Diego, it's really like a different experience everywhere. So I mean, you could have a real adventure. Yeah, I don't. I immediately my my mind goes to like price. Like if I wanted to move mm-hmm. somewhere, it would be yeah. super expensive. And I immediately I'm like, oh, no. I know no. I do feel like when someone says where you want to move, I'm in my mind. I'm like, oh, so I have won the lottery. So then I go to like where I would want to move. Yeah, <laughs> but like where I could move, uh, <laughs> where <laughs> out yeah. of state, obviously. Exa- I have not thought about where I. So they were asking specifically if you were going to leave like California where right. were you yeah. going to move to I have not thought about that I've not traveled or outside of California that much I've basically only been to New York a little bit and uh Vegas a few times so mm. uh it's I I'm not I don't know I would like to to get around a little bit more yeah I think you and me both um no I uh, <laughs> JK I've said it many times that I would love to live in the Pacific Northwest at least once just to have that experience especially since I haven't gone this year, my, my yearly trip, I was just like, oh, I just need to be there. I just recently was looking through pictures and it's like, oh my God, I fucking miss the feeling that I get when I'm there. And I, you know, when I was, the last time I was there with Heather, we were, she loves it there too. And she's, ta- she's looking, okay, maybe I need to like get a job here. Or, and we started looking at, you know, real estate and property and I thought, like, just see what it, you know, just see what it, what if, you know, and Oh, that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I have I love thought, a change of scenery. Yeah. I have thought of taking an Amtrak up to Oregon just yeah. for no particular reason. I've never been there. I don't know anything. That's a good about enough it. reason. It's like bum around, man. That place is rad. Yeah, it seems like it might be fun. Just for like a three day weekend or something like that. Just oh, to yeah. see what's up. It's it's so great. It's 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 wonderful. It's where I wanted to move before I went to Washington so many times. Oregon was the place. I even picked the city I wanted to live in and I've been there before. They don't have a Walmart. They have an Elks Lodge. I was like, yes, 
this is the place I'm going. This is my new hometown. <laughs> and it's, and it was actually close to the California border too. So it's going to be similar climate wise, but yeah, Oregon is also magical. Just, it is it just is. when I heard Ulysses call, I was praying to like any of the gods that exist that the next call was going to be from Ray Morgan somehow <laughs> kismetly. <laughs> it was not, sadly, but... It would be funny if Ulysses calls and he was like, what's up with Ray? Let me tell you <laughs> what happened. Oh my gosh, that would be so great. Ulysses, call our hotline. Ask us. Ray, call ours. <laughs> oh God, yes. Okay, Andrea called from Massachusetts. She came home from her trip to uh, her cat wiping its butt full of poo all over the ground, which is like really strange for a cat to do. It's definitely a more of a dog thing. So obviously something's going on with either it missed you and you fed it something weird or it got into something wrong because that's a strange behavior for a cat. But Allison was talking about, first of all, coming home from a trip to anything is like fucking my nightmare, especially when it's cat or especially when it's uh, animal related, which happens pretty much every time. And I forget about it and I come home. I'm like, God damn it. That's right. So I have to deal with this. But Allison was saying, like, why does cat poop smell so much worse than dog shit? I'm like, have you actually smelled cat shit before? Because maybe it smells worse because people collect it in their homes. But dog shit is way worse smelling. Yeah, I was going to ask you as a as an expert, as someone who has had a, <laughs> a, had to deal with a fair Many amount of whiffs. both. Yeah, yeah, dog shit is so, permeates way more. It's just it's so no, it's more gaggy. I feel like cat poop is less odorous and i'm not nose blind to it trust i get home i'm like okay i'm so sick of having a litter box i typically don't so i'm really like trying to be aware of it that way i'm not like ben glebe comes over to record an episode and he's like oh yeah this whole time your house has been smelling like dog piss <laughs> that was a little throwback yeah uh, so, uh, for the listener who doesn't remember that was a reference to something you know that happened on know, allison's show Jeez, come on carolyn called she just moved from wisconsin to new york and she's overwhelmed i would say that's probably pretty any kind of move is overwhelming but i feel like going from wisconsin to new york that's a huge culture shock i'm sure yeah it seems like it would be although there's obviously wisconsin isn't just like an open field with a, and a dairy also, cow in it. new york is not new york city only there's yeah. like plenty of places that are wisconsin like <laughs> so i it, it's like thinking california is all beaches and uh hollywood so and Disney. yeah 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 so, okay well, i did she's overwhelmed i did think it was funny that uh allison mentioned that she sounded over she was talking about being overwhelmed but she sounded very calm and Dana yes. said she was Wisconsin calm, yes. like Minnesota nice, which I thought was very funny. That was really funny. A hundred percent Korean called and she doesn't like K-pop, but she does like boy bands, which I thought is uh, sort of an enigma in itself. But oh, and I forgot to say at the top, like Allison did, that her share, her call for calls was what is a cultural f- phenomenon that you don't feel part of or a pet story to share. So this 100% Korean did not does not like K-pop. I 100% agree. And but also boy bands were never really my thing either except for the monkeys. So yeah, I don't get it I, at all. That's not my brand of enjoyment, music or entertainment at all. I do wonder if it's generational. Like it would she be. if if she were A if she were younger, but B if mm. she were listening to the K-pop that was out in the late 90s, early 2000s, would she like that better than the stuff that's out now? I bet you're right. I think it probably is generational because if you have a a, a hankering, no, 
if you have a lust shit. is the word you okay. want i believe uh craving, craving a deep need whoa for some physical desire yeah in your life yes whoa then it would add up that she would like k-pop so maybe it is just her age and um not the culture yeah you're old you hear that oh should have left your name i know maybe it's better that you didn't megan from st louis called and she hates true crime so this is something that i was kind of shocked by but the more daniel talked about it and and allison but i i uh, now i understand why daniel doesn't but i still i love true crime i don't like the sensationalism and the dragging people through unnecessary bullshit again but i do i think i don't know if it's more of a cautionary tale or if it's just because of the stuff i've been through where i connect on a level where like oof could have been way worse or i don't know what it is there is something that i'm drawn to about it because it is true that i enjoy and i don't know what that is exactly but not the yeah the, the 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 things that daniel was talking about i was like oh i never thought about it from that point of view yeah it's the way people talk about True crime is generally like the some, exploiting part of it. It's general what people do generally, like mm. as far as podcasts and TV shows, is to share a story. Yeah, it is. It is basically, hey, listen to this story. Listen to this thing that happened uh, with some version of isn't this scary or isn't this interesting or whatever. Which is when you are talking, it is easy to lose sight that you're talking about real people and a real thing that actually True. happened. Like in the case Daniel mentioned, where. Jeffrey Dahmer's victims still have family members that are alive. So there was a weird phase a year ago where people were talking about how sexy Jeffrey Dahmer was or whatever because of the Netflix movie. The so actor I that was cast remember in it. that, and I remember it was right around Halloween, and people were dressing up as Jeffrey Dahmer, and they're like, "This isn't really bad taste." And like, so that I connected with, where it's like, "Yeah, this is still." It's like when people are like, "We're gonna have a Titanic themed New Year's party." I'm like, "Why don't you have a 9/11 one?" Like, what? How? Why? Sounds great. That's it. Like I might be on the other side of that one, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I, the thing is, especially the Titanic, I, I think age changes a lot of it. After yeah. a certain number of years, it's it's much less uh, a problem. Maybe the uh, Andrea Doria. But let's do. The, let's start there. Sure, the Lusitania or something. Pick your favorite <laughs> ship. The the one there was that song about that in Gordon the 70s. Lightfoot so- yeah. song about <laughs> the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yes. <laughs> now that's my brand of music big surprise (laughs) not that song specifically but love me some gordon life any folk music i dig anyway that's not a cultural phenomenon also Uh, yes uh Mm. just true crime i am someone who has taken in a fair bit of that yeah there's i do get what daniel's saying about when you start making money off of talking about it that is that does sort of change things i so i walk the line of and there is a there is a like a border a, a boundary i guess of like between exploiting and and information but then like when you really think about them what is the point of telling the story i guess from my point of view if somebody if it was somebody that happened to somebody like if it happened to me in my life i would feel like getting the story out there is like this person is not forgotten this person is they didn't die in vain or whatever like their stories out there people know who they are now whether even though it's under bad circumstances like that's the point of view that i'm taking but then also is that necessary like why do we have true crime then i don't i guess now i'm like rethinking all of it yeah it is maybe that aspect of it is a little under 
under-considered uh, yeah. the, the sort of ethical, where are we drawing the line between telling a story about a thing that happened for, I when does it turn into just like amusement or when is it mm. some, the, the entire premise of certain cable channels and stuff like it, it is i don't know it's 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 a little it's not a thing i personally have thought about a lot but it's something to consider yes when i would listen to some true crime po- podcast i never had this feeling of like ooh, like it didn't feel like i was watching the real housewives or something you know what i mean it just felt like i really wanted to know the story and who these people were and i i want to know these the stories of people that are basically unknown people, like it's fascinating to me, but then I have to, now I'm, hmm, I second guess myself. Yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. like this dumb bitch got murdered. <laughs> uh, it almost feels like history when people talk about it, even if it's something that happened a couple years ago. Yes. It, it feel, yeah, yeah. It's not a famous person, but it's just, it is still somebody. And I feel like that's where I was like, I want their story to be told. I, if it was, I don't know. Yeah. It it often feels informative because of the details and because yeah. of the way people tell these stories. Also, I mean, I guess all kinds of things are true crime, like mm. Elizabeth Holmes and uh, cults, all the cult documentary stuff, and true. even Enron and financial and stuff. And I so, feel like yeah. learning about that stuff is very important to not find yourself in a cult like we are, but also, you know, you know what I mean? Like, just protect yourself, man. Just yeah. Put this out there. Karen from Scotland called, and she said. <laughs> This is a weird fear, but she has and said for her because she lost her cat and she buried it in the backyard and she had this fear that she buried it alive. So she had to keep checking the ground. Oh my gosh, that is like a terrible way to live. But sad that you lost your beloved family member, I guess people call them. But she mentioned loving true crime, which is kind of odd that these two calls were back to back and that Daniel is such a staunch hater of true crime. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, to be fair to him, he said he did say he didn't hate it. Not hate as yeah. far as people enjoying it, but the people who yes. profit from it. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I that did make sense to me though. If you're walking by any sort of gravesite, just think, just to have that momentary thought of, oh, what if they were buried alive, or what if they're still down there? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it's not. Um. It's not necessarily a rational thought, but it does make sense to me. I I could see that and just making sure like did it really die like my daughter got a fish a couple of weeks ago and in the group text with me and the kids shoot oh um cupcakes dead and I'm like okay and then like a few was like nope actually no and so like for a couple of days I'm like she's like I guess these fish just like kind of do that or maybe it's when it's on its way out or something so I kept getting these like oh eh, eh. she's like okay so we're gonna have to have a funeral oh no we're not I'm like okay let's actually make sure <laughs> Yeah, I, speaking of true crime, like that's a thing I've definitely heard about where people were accidentally buried alive or yes. back in the day. Just and that's they why they would to have like yeah. the bell with the string, mm-hmm. I think became a thing to be buried with, which is like scary as all get out. Um, Going back to Daniel not liking true crime or in general, he doesn't want to bum people out by hating something that they love. And this goes back to something that I've, Reference many times over the past eight years of this show being on as when JMO Patrol first started and Paul was listening and we were talking shit or something of the like about Star Wars. <laughs> and he sent like this cartoon to Twitter, which I'll probably post on Instagram. It's just really funny. It was like, oh, when those people that you like 
like listening to or your friends are talking about that thing that you love and like hating <laughs> it was very funny and like so it made me think of that and like every once in a while I'll think about that cartoon and just chuckle I do love that we can talk shit about stuff and still people will li like Liz not just listen but like we're still friends like I could people can talk shit on us or me and I love it like I talk shit on live left love just tremendously and then Becky just silently like was like I'm gonna go ahead and leave my wedding pictures here that's completely live laugh love themed <laughs> and still we can remain friends it's not gonna like bum each other out or like there's no hatred it's just like it's nice that we have that kind of relationship you know yeah and it speaks to a certain level of confidence where you just yes. like the thing you like and then if other people don't that like it too. you're like well I still like it yeah I'm still gonna fucking love it and to be fair, Star Wars is a huge part of my childhood. I don't know what I was talking about in that episode. Who knows what we were talking about? I'm sure it wasn't nice, obviously, but it was just very funny that he put posted that. I'm like, I saw everyone saw. I was out of nowhere. I'll be like, <laughs> that was funny. I love it. So that was all of the calls. Some of the topics from Monday. Did you have any that spoke to you that you wanted to talk about? Yes, there was okay. a whole anime manga hentai mm, detour mm. that they went down. Mm, yes, <laughs> where I. Hmm. there's uh, I think a generational thing I was talking to Paul about this also where people over a certain age think of like all anime or whatever as being porn like they don't mm. they don't know the difference exactly I, yeah I guess in my mind I don't think it's porn it's just I know it's not for me based on the people that I see advertising it like okay these are not the people that are my people just yeah, not my maybe. thing there's definitely i think i mean anime is like a a medium and not a genre so there's definitely yes. stuff that you would like you and it's not like my favorite kind of perfect blue or something to look at yeah it it does i don't like it it takes a while to to grow on you it, well it might take a while some people you know are super into it obviously and have yeah. whole conventions and everything but right. yeah it, it can be kind of hit or miss just because the style and the presentation is definitely different even though, though there's a lot of like uh influence from you know like american and western movies and animation and stuff anyway yeah. also part of that same conversation was the k-pop stuff so they played clips of bts songs i think they were both bts mm, songs yeah. i don't know uh bts but they were like oh i think this is in english and they sort of couldn't figure it out it's very common for like k-pop and j-pop songs j-pop being japanese instead of korean to be mostly in Japanese, but have a few English words like for punctuation or for uh, to uh, sound cool, basically, or a few like phrases or even like the name of a song. So uh, it is that is also part of those sort of genres of music where you'll have someone singing in Japanese and then they'll say, you know, ooh, baby, that's right or something like that. And you just kind of go with it. It's it's part mm. of part of the tradition. OK, I think. Oh. So one more thing. So they're talking about uh, Japanese manga, which is basically uh, Japanese comic books. And Daniel talked about not being into them and being surprised that so many uh, girls and young women were into them, whereas you know, American comic books became a thing for 30-something-year-old dudes eventually. Uh, the So girls, not only manga in general, has been a thing for, I don't know, uh, 90 years in Japan. It's, you know... It, it's just Japanese comic books. It goes back a long way. But specifically, girls manga has been extremely popular for most of that time. Just specifically comic books aimed at girls, whether they're, you know, something 
more action oriented, like Sailor Moon or something like that, or romance stories or dramas. Or it is a the diff. There's a difference between the American comic industry, which was leaning heavily, heavily, heavily towards superhero stuff for most of the last sixty years. Whereas before that, even in America, that there did used to be, aside from the horror stuff like Tales from the Crypt and uh, EC comic stuff, there was also adventure stories and there was romance and all of that stuff kind of died away and it became very much dominated by superhero stuff. Whereas I don't think that ever quite happened in Japan. So there's always hmm. been a little bit more variety as far as topics of books. When I and when I started getting into comic books, uh, definitely obviously there's a lot of. My God, what did you just say? Superheroes? Oh, yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> There's a. It was obviously quite flooded with that, but I definitely was finding more specifically graphic novels, but but a lot of comics that were not superhero comics. And I was never into Sailor Moon, but that was definitely, I think, a stepping stone for a lot of girls to get into the comics, or whatever. I don't know. I don't even remember what I exactly did read, but like anything with some sort of goth girl on it i probably would have bought it good to know uh, and of course like all of the clyde barker stuff like i was really into uh, the ushering in of evil and torture things i guess sure yeah yeah not a question mark torture things speaking of that i really would like to find all of those bring them down see bring them down <laughs> they're in the attic <laughs> i should okay anyway oh i also randomly this is probably not i mean it's not gonna be a, i'm not something i'm gonna win i entered a contest to be in like like a horror photo shoot thing with like some horror guy which just sounded like i was like this is so outside of my comfort zone i'm gonna totally sign up for this contest it's just like random so i'm not gonna win it or anything but it's just like a fun idea to like yeah part that's of. cool yeah so yeah it'd be interesting and yeah had me thinking about that picture that I told you about that somebody drew of me where I was I was a Cenobite. Oh like a, yeah, yeah. And if I could find that, I'll post it because it was like very cool. Like if I could dress like that in this photo shoot, that'd be fucking amazing. Is this related to the Clive Barker movie you're in the background of, or is this a different? The this picture a, was a different thing. Well, it is connected to Clive Barker, but it's not connected to that movie. No, just because gotcha. I had I was obsessed with Clive Barker, so the person that drew it knew that and was like i'm gonna draw you as a cenobite i'm like that's awesome <laughs> very you have to, yeah you have yeah. to have that read right because <laughs> if you yeah. draw that picture for someone who's not into clive barker it's uh they will call the police yes that is very true and if i didn't hate this person so much i would totally get it tattooed on me i do need to get uh my tattoo artist really loves clive barker art also and i'm like what anything by Clive Barker yet and he's like I don't know it's really um, bewildering to me I'm like okay I that'll be my next thing maybe maybe after I do the drawing that Johnny made of me oh yeah 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 Allison was talking about and she did a little unboxing of the keepsake urns that she got and but they are fucking adorable by the way but also and that seems like something I would have collected at some point too <laughs> but I thought of the perfect urn that she needs to use for her dad's ashes okay and it's very allison related i wonder if you could remember or guess it's something it's shaped like a duck no 
No, but it is something that she referenced in a show and I went out and got it and I had her and I think Colonel Jeff sign it. It's in my shed now. Is it a large pair of glasses? <laughs> oh my God, she should do that. Like press the ashes into some like jumbo glasses. No, mm. uh, no, it's uh, the magic sand. Oh, huh. Look it up. Let You know what? I'll look it up. And you'll see that it would be like the perfect vessel, I believe. It's just very on brand for Allison. It's just, and it's cute. She received it. Oh, the, the thing was she brought it as a gift for her friend's birthday and they were giving it out in the goodie bags. <laughs> I Googled magic sand. Well, in, in what sense? I'm just seeing people like playing with it like Play-Doh. Oh, you don't this... see. I wonder if it's like, it's like kinetic sand probably, but did you see the container it comes in? I am not seeing it. Maybe it's called, maybe look up like vintage magic sand or something. Anyway, another thing that I thought was very a, f- a fun and endearing little conversation, but also just goes to show how different Allison and Daniel are, is Allison was saying like she she always likes to tell Daniel the little things that made her fall in love with him. And then she was questioning him like, why don't you do that for me? I was like, well, that's obviously just not his way of showing love. But how sweet, like, that's exactly how I would be. Like, that would be, like, if I was in love with somebody, like, I would be, like, like first of all, telling them all the little things. Like, this is the reason why I love you. Or excited to find those new things where I'm like, oh, I love you even more for that. <laughs> oh, that's very sweet. I, yeah, I think that's normal. I think Allison was, uh, have, hmm. It's, it's, I... I do relate to Daniel if you're someone who doesn't quite yeah, like I, catalog not, those moments. Not you're just that, like, yeah. I love my wife. You're not like this exact moment. You, yes. Your toes look yes. weird on this one day. And I thought, I'm going to marry that woman. <laughs> Remember when I was going to ask you to marry me and you just couldn't wait to find a bathroom? That that was the moment. Remember when you jammed that toilet, you clogged that toilet up. <laughs> And yeah, that's just not how he speaks. And that's fine. It's just, I thought it was very sweet. And actually, I didn't, I, I never would have thought that of Allison to be like that. So not that's bad or good. It's just not how I expected her to think. So uh, I think it's very cute. Yeah, it was, it was a nice little sweet moment. Yes. So we found out why she's having ear issues possibly. And that's because she's standing for too long, which is kind of a strange solution is to sit down, I guess. So she stands up while she's putting on her makeup. I don't know how long she's doing this for, but I have for years, and I know this is a mostly me thing because I have many girlfriends and I've witnessed many women putting on makeup. I put my makeup on sitting down and I have done that for years. I, I It probably stems from wanting to get out of the way of the person I was living with so that they get ready. So I just went and like found a spot <laughs> But it's just become like, that's what I do now. Like, I'm not hogging up space in the bathroom anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's what like vanities and stuff were for, right? The idea would be you would yes. sit down and do all your stuff. And, and then I did have space. a few of those and eventually just like, yeah, now I just sit. So maybe she needs to not stand while she's doing her makeup. I find I do a better job, a more even job of like all of the uh, stuff that needs to be even with this artwork I call, you know, a face. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I disagree. It's uh, no, you, you, I don't know what to comment. It's about a Jackson that. Pollock. Let's be real. <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's definitely art. I don't know how um uh you know different people like different things. Who am I to judge? I don't. 
Yeah, it's like um, what's that surreal artist? Salvador Dali. Yes, I'm like the melted clock of faces. Actually, I think he had a melting face one, which is pretty spot on. Do we say you... your face yes. looks very nice. I I like how I just kept talking as if I was like just begging for a compliment. Like it's fine. Thank you. You didn't have to say that. Do you have anything else from Monday? Uh, Lisa, your face looks very nice. Uh, I do not. I have to I say something about my face. Something that happened is very strange. And it's happened before. You know, aging. Okay. I usually age happens gradually. What I've noticed overnight, I get old. And it's not from the cigarettes. I'm not Kramer. But like overnight, I was like, what just happened? Like all of a sudden, I've aged overnight where it's scary and i'm like maybe it's from the real dry weather or from the alcohol or from my makeup or like maybe because i'm old but like oh it just like happened where i'm like oh my god and i've all these like age spots on my face now out of nowhere i think we talked about age spots before where i'm like my cheeks both have like age spots on them where i'm like oh i thought it was because sometimes like i'll wear the same makeup for two days in a row because i'm like lazy as shit so i thought maybe it was just like something happening with my makeup or like the makeup was old but now it's just always there, even when I wash my face. So I'm like, oh, okay. As a, a guy yeah. who doesn't know anything about these things, is this a, would this be, is this just a normal aging thing? Or is this like a sunblock issue or these like sunspots? I was thinking I it know. could be both. I was thinking also because I, since January, I have been working outside a lot. But this summer was very hot and I was in a lot of sun and I started wearing more sunblock. I'm sorry. I never wore sunblock before. I started actually wearing some. So maybe it does have to do with the sun. I guess we'll, you know, see. Because <laughs> I haven't been in the sun that much lately. But yeah, I it could be that. That is a different, definite change in my lifestyle is the fucking heat and the sun. Yeah, I mean, between the heat and uh, the drinking, which you mentioned before. I've that, yeah. That's not a great combination as far uh, as... Trying how, to stay how, young. Yeah. 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 So I and I ha I still get carded sometimes and I still have people giving me really nice compliments, like weird ones, too. And I know like in the grocery store, like I feel like they just kind of have to card you. And I know Rafi would be like, oh, they just have to. Or like my ex would be like, oh, they just want to fuck you. He's like, OK, so this one guy, I was at a restaurant. I've been go taking myself out to dinner a lot. So I've seen by myself. I ordered some sangria. And the guy asked for my ID and I was like, okay, that doesn't usually happen at a restaurant. It happens sometimes. And it's usually younger people, which I would think like you should know your own people, but like whatever, they just don't know. So then when he came back with the sangria, he was like, um, do you live a very healthy lifestyle? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, he's like, because, because your ID from before, like, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, well, I just eat once a day, but also like I'm drinking some sangria. So I don't know. I don't know. The answer is no, but it's still <laughs> very sweet. Oh, it's so nice. Like that like really like um lifted my spirits for a good week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so shout out to that guy. The, yeah, give the, people nice compliments. The server at Rudabagors, you are awesome. All right. Anything else for Monday? Nope. I think I am good. Other than to generally say. Because yes. I feel like we did trash Allison and the pod a little bit mm. last episode. Did we? Or maybe maybe it's every episode I mean, I'm in thinking general. of. But yes. yeah, my heart 
does go out to her obviously she's still dealing yes. with uh her dad passing and i listened to childish this week also and she hmm. she talked about that with greg so while i would not typically recommend listening to childish just because i i don't love uh the the pod i have been listening to her a lot this week more than usual so shout out to allison i guess i don't know yeah i shout out to her i do think i forget a little bit that she's going through something like really terrible because much like me i try and put you know just have fun and like keep things light and like you know joke about stuff instead of like really going too deep into it and so yeah i i maybe i do forget because you know we're joking about joking about how cute the urns are and like maybe i'll get a bunch and she said maybe i'll just get a bunch of them or whatever it's like yeah she is still going through something really hard and it's going to be like up and down all day every day yeah the just because we are constantly talking about how our show isn't good (laughs) um not actually but just i i would like we should definitely not listen to childish as you just mentioned right uh i I would just like to say that i i do i i have not forgotten that she's going through what she's going through and i it sometimes leaps to the front of my mind Mm. and uh, i i hope i hope she's doing a little better today than she was yesterday yeah i that's very nice and i do have to say this monday episode was good i I don't always look forward to the Colin shows. Uh, okay, let me let me go back. I don't usually look forward to the Monday shows in general anyway. So maybe I kind of like these better, even though I I, I don't know. I, I might. And it, except for when they're like bickering, then it's like real uncomfortable. But like I, I like hearing how they're doing and hearing them talk to each other and see how they relate. I, I like it. Yeah. And taking a bunch of calls helps. Uh, yes, Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, hearing from people that we know and don't know and uh, reminders that there's other people that could be on our show or listening. Hi. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Thursday? Yes, let's. All right. We were her little macadamia nut shortbread sent in by apparently not a czar anymore. The czarless just flowers. They sound delicious. I would love to be a shortbread. That's very cute. Jordan Morris, Rob Kuttner, and uh, Daniel and Tony were on. I am always excited when I see Jordan's going to be on because I feel like he always makes it a fun episode no matter what. Yeah, he's a great all-around guest no matter yeah, who else like, they have on you. Yes, he like pairs well with everybody. He's just funny. He's quick-witted. Yeah, he's he's an enjoyable person to listen to and gets along with everybody. Doesn't commandeer, but like is good. He's good uh, team player. Fun. He should be on more often. They talked about... <sighs> Magic eye posters. What's your age range? Was this a thing in your periphery? It definitely was. Okay. Although I, I, I remember having a lot of trouble with them. At least at one point, where I was, it, it just wasn't happening. It took a while for me to. Okay, figure so them out. you did get one. Yeah, I or remember. Them. Or you figured out a book of them, but I think it might have oh. been like a library hmm. thing. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's like a book. Checking yeah. out a magic eye poster book. It's very cute. Well, picture book instead picture of it wasn't book. a book of posters. It wasn't like well, a giant folio of yes. magic eye posters. I think it was. The aforementioned person that drew me as a Cenobite had a magic eye poster in his room. So that Sounds dates right. that dates this to about 1970. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 1970. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. I just got like partial dyslexia to 1997 ish i believe it would be so i could never get it i never could i never to this day could they equated i think was it 
Rob's mom or somebody's that was like, oh, it's like having your first orgasm. Like, I'm good now. I don't need to like ever look at one again or, or something. Or it's like, I, I think she was saying once you cross the threshold, yes. you can do it whenever. It's just you a weird want analogy. It was a weird thing to like, say. Yeah. Having an orgasm, you're not going to be like, well, I've done that. Don't need to do that again. I'd be like, no, I'm going to be doing that like every day now. But Magic Eye, I could see like the magic being gone after seeing it. You're like, oh, well, now it's like when you solve something, or it's like when you can't think of that one thing. And I'm like, I'm not going to Google it. I want it to come to me. And it finally does. You're like, huh, all right. So it's kind of similar to that. But like now, I feel like I really want to solve one of these. I wonder if any of them were just duds. When I was a kid, like I was looking really <laughs> hard for an image to appear, but there was nothing. And I was You didn't confused. read the fine print. It's actually yeah. magic list <laughs> eye poster. Every fifth one has a picture. <laughs> so obviously I had to mention Seinfeld because there's a whole episode where um, Mr. Pitt is trying to solve the fucking magic eye poster. The funny thing is, it's usually like, it's not like it's this fabulous, like, end result it's like a plane or it's a whatever it is it's not like anything exciting i guess the excitement is getting to do it huh yeah I, maybe i'm when just you, jealous i could never do it <laughs> when you said 1970 i immediately went to like oh are, were there naked lady magic eye posters were there like weird oh swinging 70s the 60s and 70s posters are the absolute best and my favorite bar has them up there they're like the velvet naked lady posters oh or paintings or whatever oh dream e now those i could stare at i don't need a magic eye for that one sure the images pop right out at you yeah they pop right on out yeah don't be so coy with your fucking artwork i want to just put it out there all right everyone send oh, me some yeah, naked right. artwork oh my goodness the things i asked for that i don't receive is Oh, good thing. <laughs> oh, so that led to Hollywood Boulevard stories, which you would think I would have some or at least one. I can't say as that I do, but it's definitely a, got its own kind of biosphere there when you're walking down Hollywood Boulevard. It's definitely its own land for sure. But apparently Jordan got mistaken for Jack Osborne, which I never would have thought of. I always mistake him for another actor <laughs> that he would actually hate. I don't mistake him for because I don't even know the guy's name. But like every time I see it, him, I'm like, oh, my God, he is that guy. Have you I'm ever like been? Jack I'm going to send you a picture. But like, have you ever been mistaken for anybody famous? Oh, I can see like a, a young Jack Osborne a little bit. Not by a sober person. Uh <laughs> You know, there's like drunk people in a bar. Hey, you look kind of like and someone mm. who I do not mm. look like at all. No, I don't. I don't. No, I don't think that's ever happened. Have you? Who have you gotten? I'm sure you've gotten. I feel like it happens Many more times. to women than to, Especially, to men. Especially, I feel like, okay, mistaken for, yes. It's, I'm trying to think the latest one. It's funny that they were talking about the the whole younger generation now having the dead behind the eyes stare as their pose the person that i got mistaken for has real dead behind the eyes and even that the day that it happened my friend showed me a picture and he was like oh yeah if you just get that dead behind the eyes look he'll look just like her i was mistaken for lisa presley lisa yeah lisa marie presley Uh, which i do not look like her but we were going to see priscilla presley do this talk in like the palm springs area last year and so we were there and we're all dressed up, but I had a few people like looking at me weird, but like 
this one person two people were like talking and they were like working at the went to get food and they were talking behind the counter first of all i'm getting my own food at a cafeteria style food like and i'm care you know what i mean so, uh, clearly i'm not anybody famous but they're like oh are you lisa and i said yes so I thought my food was ready. And they're celebrities, like, they're just like us. Yeah. Just getting her food at the cafeteria. And they're counter. like, Presley? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then the and then they're like, okay. But maybe you're lying to us. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they really thought that I was Lisa Presley for a little while. And then, then I was walking through carrying my food to the table. And this person stopped me and she was like, I really like your style. And then and then she because I was dressed kind of like 40s ish 50s ish i guess and not not uh 50 year old <laughs> although i am 50 year old almost but and so she kind of looked at me too like with a side like are you and then but she didn't say it and i was just like i don't know who she was gonna say but like okay it's very strange i just think it was the surroundings we're in because we're going to see priscilla presley people had her on their mind i guess yeah, I could see. So this has come up before. I don't remember why. Yeah. Maybe it had to do with a terrible movie that came out. But I don't remember why we were talking. About, oh, it was the Celebrity Book Club thing, maybe. Oh, did you ever maybe. listen to that episode on? Oh, shit. I didn't. Uh, Priscilla's book. Damn it. You, and you I wanted should. to. I yes, think you would like yes. it. But yes, I do remember. You do have similar facial features to uh, Lisa Marie Presley. I can I can confirm looking at Google. And how funny are they like, is, are you Lisa? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just so happens, I am. And a not famous person, this one guy, I was, so when I was a nanny, I was at the grocery store. This would happen a lot. People would always feel like the need to talk to me about weird, random stuff. But this guy in the parking lot was like, are you? And he said like some lady's name. And I'm like, no. And he's just like, but would you tell me if you were? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it was like some stripper. <laughs> oh, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> It Hold was like on. some stripper that he went to go see that he like frequented often. And he was just like, I'm pretty sure Hold I've on. seen you dance before. <laughs> <laughs> this happened twice, by the way, not in parking lot. One person, another person was like, do you dance in Dallas? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you dance like, in I'm Dallas? I'm pretty sure I've seen you dance in Dallas. Like this has happened multiple times. Uh, hmm. Like a famous stripper? Like a... They, I don't think so. It was just more of a like, local hero. A local hero. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm a local zero. <laughs> Listen, there's still time if you want to get up I on mean, that stage. You know, their Tuesdays have their dancers too, and I could go out to what I don't know, Albuquerque, maybe. Sure, Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> that would be my stage. <laughs> I was thinking more of the music, but yeah, that'll work. Both. Just my, I'll just go by the name Humperdinck. Yeah, so mistaken for i have been mistaken for other famous people before and i can't remember who where people were like yeah you're whoever and i'm like no not at all but yeah so the latest one was lisa marie presley but i i don't think i think it was just circumstantial and anybody else out there mistaken for a famous person let us know Ooh, yeah or just been told you look like that's a good yes uh, i so i've been told question. i because of my hair i feel like anybody with dark hair and bangs i i've gotten told i look like all of them so obviously betty page a lot sean young i i think i told you once the, well oh um a young angelica houston who else oh my uncle told me i looked like <laughs> who's that 
famous actress that had a bunch of husbands. Liz Taylor? Yeah, he said I look like Liz Taylor, and he was also kind of flirting with me. Sounds like what an old guy would say if he was flirting with me. If I was however many years younger, and I'm like, and not my uncle. <laughs> oh yeah the uncle part is, well to be like... fair he married into the family so you know it's mm, fine still. I so feel it's like fine it's, still a it's like a woody line. allen situation no, like it's, just uh... because you adopted her doesn't mean you hmm. can't marry her no. like it's not weird no i'm trying to think of the still think of the movie it's bill murray what's the movie christmas scrooged scrooged okay I'm trying to look at this fucking guy i know ruffy knows exactly who because i've sent this picture a million times to to him to Brittany, where I'm like, I should probably actually not just, you know what? I'll just send you this picture. I could send him, send you the picture of him not dressed as a dead person, but whatever. I believe I've seen the picture that you're talking I'm about sure before, but I, I will have. allow my memory to be refreshed. There you go. There's him without not being frozen and dead. And then. Yeah, I can. The hair, especially the, the overall sort of face shape. is Yeah, similar. the nose, the hair, the face shape. I, he looks like he could be his brother or uncle. I was thinking grandpa. But grandpa. yes. 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 I don't know what the guy's name is. I don't need people to look it up. I guess it's fine. People know. Even though I just said this dead frozen bum from Scrooge. I don't think I said bum, but now I did. Mm. Anyway. Yes. Okay. They were talking about the more about the youth and their fashion sense. Besides having the dead eye pose. The oversized clothes, the Nirvana shirts has been a thing for years. And I know it was not because people liked Nirvana. It was just like, that is the nineties were coming back without it having a meaning. <laughs> it was just like, this is what people wore. And then the oversized clothes is like, okay, you just want to cover up everything that's going to get you into trouble. Probably a good idea. I think also Nirvana is definitely old enough to be a some your dad's favorite band. If you're yes. 20. Yes. And, yeah uh, yeah i grew up that was like my that was it that was my you know musical i remember wearing a nirvana shirt to school and getting in trouble for it now it's like you're allowed to wear it now it's a fashion thing. sure it's on the classic rock station i remember like a guy pulling me aside and was like you know you're really putting out a terrible message <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in general or well, had he heard your podcast or <laughs> This was in high school, so unless he was a time traveler. The way I dressed and like having the Nirvana t-shirt, I guess. I forgot what it said on the back, but it was like something. Glad Kurt killed himself. Motherfucker like, was or something. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. People are crazy. Ruby just texted me that she's at Target right now. She said Target shelves are completely empty. Everyone's stocking up for the hurricane. That's going to be here for like a day or two. It's not like we're going to. It's not like permanent. Oh boy. Famous last words. I know true i mean what if oh my god what if our house blows away <laughs> i have lived through a hurricane i lived in texas before i stayed under the stairs and it was super fun to play with like a little like handheld football game electronic football game mm -hmm. <laughs> very exciting maybe a poker game not sure that's what she said okay i like how there's a, a hurricane headed your direction eminently and we've not mentioned it like over an hour into this recording <laughs> also i think i because the the stuff we pre-recorded or whatever, the stuff we talked about before, I said we're actually, you know, starting, which I'll probably leave in. I did open the garage door to kind of like get the feel of the storm that is coming. I am like, first of all, storms are so exciting to me because we don't get a lot of them. If I had to live in storms all the time, I would probably hate it. It's like, you know, it's a novelty. So I'm excited. The energy that a storm brings and not having to go anywhere is like, yes, this is like 
one of my favorite things is being on a trip and just being in a hotel room door open thunderstorms just like it's such a fun experience that being said this is like a lot more than <laughs> just a regular old storm apparently like palm springs is gonna get like a year's worth of rain in two days Oof. the winds i think are gonna be like 60 miles an hour so the wind scares the shit out of me they're talking about maybe boarding up windows and stuff here in california which is i don't think we ever boarded them up in texas but we definitely taped them so i am a little nervous about like what exactly it's gonna happen i am supposed to work tomorrow too and i work outside for half of the time because i'm the welcome wagon for small christians so i stand outside and i greet all the you know kids check them in and then i greet the people that are leaving church service i think they think i'm like selling something and be side note because everything on my table is like a rainbow they probably think it's some sort of like Oh, this lady's trying to sell something gay. Hell yeah. That would be <laughs> and, uh, very and cool. I, I would love to be like, yeah. And do you want to sign up? Okay. The gay agenda. They're recruiting <laughs> our children. Yes. You can't. They're at the church with a little yes. table full of rainbow stuff. Yes. I was just like waiting because they kind of give me this look like she's selling something over here. I think they really don't understand why I'm standing there because I'm standing behind the church. And so they have to like leave through that way and like i'm just standing in front of the door for sunday school which is down below in the basement behind the other church uh, below the other church so anyway there's already like emails going around of like you know if it's raining we're gonna have to switch gears and like put the check-in table in a different spot and i'm like just picturing me and it's like wizard of lies <laughs> and i'm just trying to like you know usher people in and being blown away or just like holding onto a wall like shit can't think of his name now. Anyway, early Chaplin, Buster uh, Keaton. close Buster Keaton. Thank you, yeah. Buster Keaton style, like just blowing away, holding onto some pillar. pillar I strength. could use like eight percent of that hurricane, just a little bit of rain, some yeah. nice wind. Like that's the... what I was hoping for, like just a little kiss yeah. of a hurricane. Like, yeah, I don't want a full blown situation here. Mm -hmm. But also, my boss, like the school that I work at, starts on Tuesday as their first day. And so my boss said, well, we're now on storm watch that school might not start. And I'm like, oh, all right. Not only because it's dangerous, but like our, the campus is very spread out. There's a lot of outside space. So, you know, it's not like a fully contained school where you can all just go inside. It's all spread out because, you know, it's California. You know, man. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. So Hurricane Hillary on her way, batting down the hatches, guys and girls. They talked about cruises. I feel like we've talked about a little bit about it. And I feel like it's very polarizing that people either think it's like the worst idea or an amazing idea. I I have been on a cruise. I think it's a great, it's fun. I do love the people are like, well, yeah, you're out self-contained and on in water, like you're stuck. I'm like, no, you're self-contained party. Like it's so much fun. <laughs> the thing like, is, I, yeah, you, can't, you don't need to go anywhere because you got everything there. It's like super fun. I'm one of those people who, Hates them. Have not been on one, but my concern is being stuck yes. on a boat with nothing to do. But I've also never been on a cruise ship, so I don't know what it looks like to be on board. You kind of forget they're in the middle of the water, which, like, also, I guess you could just go to a hotel and have the same experience. So, to your point, like, maybe there's no need for it unless you're actually going to a destination and getting off the boat. Like, for me, the destination was Ensenada, but I really did not want to get off the boat. One, I was doing drugs and I just wanted to stay on the boat and, and, and enjoy them. And that was really the only reason. To <laughs> it's like, why am I going to harsh my mellow and go hang out at Papa's and beer? Like I, that energy is also not for me. 
but yeah just being on a cruise like I think I told you also my friend saying on a cruise like going on a cruise that has like a bunch of bands like a festival weekend sounds so, like so much fun to me and I'm so bummed that I missed that because so many of my favorite bands were there like I'm having a real John Doe moment he was there and he was and he's saying a song to my friend from the stage and I'm like oh I could have like hung out with John Doe like that'd be so amazing and a couple of other lesser known people that I really love to go see one of them I was supposed to go see tonight but anyway a musical one a, we talked about going on a, a podcast once they talked about it before like having like like Podfest on a cruise that would be so much fucking fun to me and I don't know why is it that you being out in the middle of the ocean adds to it or like being self-contained I don't know I don't know what that is I I it doesn't uh, having never been on a cruise I don't know it doesn't seem conducive to a musical experience for some reason the idea of seeing a live band on a cruise feels a little weird to me it it would be like being in a like a hotel conference room with a band maybe i don't know yeah it, it, it doesn't although i think they would have like a venue that would have a better setup that looks nice like you're actually at a concert hall looking type of thing for sure i'm sure they figured this out but yes just as someone who's unfamiliar it sounds it doesn't sound appealing it has to do with my age and the time that love boat was a popular show <laughs> uh, Maybe something to do with that and like fantasy island there's something there that it's like exciting to me but also, when we went to like going to Sketchfest is su super fun, but it's like a month long thing. It's all spread out all over the city. When we went to Podfest, that was so cool when it was just at the Biltmore and everything was right there. It had that same feel. That's the kind of feel that I want where it's like you got your restaurants here. You can go see your different shows. Your friends are there. You're sleeping there. Like everything is self-contained. There's something fun about that. I So I don't know what about a boat it is, but. You know, also the sea air. It's lovely. It's kind of scary. <laughs> all right. Next year for the BFF gathering, we're not doing it at your house. We're all okay. taking a cruise. <laughs> we just go to the Queen Mary. Like this yeah. is uh, docked <laughs> permanently. Still counts. Down for that. So I went to a music festival at the Queen Mary. That was so much fun. Stayed there. And it was like car shows, bands. It was like a whole thing. You're self-contained there. It was very fun. I got a tattoo there. Like it was very fun. I wonder if someone has figured out boat Airbnbs. Oh, like everyone I gets on a ship is. for a three-day weekend or whatever. A three-hour tour. Yeah, or a three-hour tour, depending. <laughs> a three-day tour. Yeah. And there's enough yeah. space to sleep and do all kinds of stuff, but it's... Stuff. Yeah. I like the stuff part. Yeah. Yeah, it's so much fun. I Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do it. Do it to it. Unless you don't want the the claustrophobic feeling of being out uh, stuck somewhere, then don't. I'm I'm open to being convinced. I like that. Okay, I feel like I'm already made some headway. So they talked about Taylor Swift a little bit again, just about more more cultural phenomenon stuff. But apparently, Daniel like really like leaned into it, and Dan explained a lot of things about Taylor Swift, which they did not get into, but. I feel like this show is a perfect venue for Daniel explaining away why he hates Taylor Swift. I would love to hear all of his like points, notes. Uh, this is something that speaks to me. New BFF segment coming your way. I feel like that he got into it pretty good the last Monday true, episode. That we is talked true. about her being a Walmart artist or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is true. It, it It's true. 
and also i think by the end of him going through listening to all the songs he actually kind of liked it but if you listen to a song over and over again enough times you're gonna like it doesn't mean it's good but anyway i i would love to hear even more points and not just about her about anything that's like something everybody likes i do have to say something that was a cultural phenomenon in my life that i did not get get on the bandwagon and it's something that i'm obsessed with now is twin peaks when that came out i was like the whole world's talking about this i'm not gonna like it so i missed out on the whole like viewing parties although i was kind of a bit young for that but all of the things that went that sur surrounded that show at the time i wanted no part of it i thought it was never gonna be something i'm gonna be into if everybody likes it obviously i'm not gonna like it because i am counterculture baby <laughs> for the listener i am looking at lisa's zoom profile yes! pic which God. is just from the intro of twin peaks just it's just a it sign that says welcome to twin peaks I just changed it today because i'm like i don't need this I, the dandelion was cute because i would like to make some more wishes and have you know actually have them come true in my life but it's good to have nice imagery and i'm like you know i actually have some sort of twin peaks thing on every electronics that i have like every home screen every lock screen every single thing is twin peaks i'm like just throw that on there so that's for your viewing pleasure i appreciate it was nice to see when i logged in ah see welcome to twin peaks that sounded wrong speaking of having awkward moments daniel had an awkward moment at a party and i was thinking about that like sometimes where you have these awkward moments where it happens in front of somebody that you're not close enough to be like, oh, well, that was embarrassing. Or to explain it away, you just have to like let it be out there and just live in their minds somewhere where you're just like, oh, just that feeling. And I was yeah. trying to think of like moments like that that I've had. Obviously, sometimes it's been on here and I just edit it out. <laughs> sure. But, well, um, after so many, you just kind of, I don't even remember them anymore. So, I mean, that is true. I am nothing but awkward moments. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely like, well, oh, yeah, it happened. Even sometimes going back to like working the Sunday school table, like I haven't had like super awkward moments there yet, but it is the perfect venue for me to do it because sometimes people will walk by and they'll say hi have a night you know oh have a nice day oh it's beautiful whatever the thing is and sometimes i already have like some response chambered that does not go with what they just said <laughs> so then it's like oh thank you but they're like oh how are you doing you know what i mean like something like that where you're like oh yeah. have a nice day too and they're like i didn't ask that but i'm not gonna just keep walking it's definitely like something that's probably gonna happen because like i am just like standing there like hey how's, how you doing great weather we're having wow it's much cooler over here oh this person always wants to comment on like oh you're here alone again today and i'm like not for long hopefully but like i try not to be and i'm like until the little kids over arrive i'm like that sounded weird but i'm not gonna say that i'm just gonna keep on going <laughs> good better to not draw attention to it <laughs> yeah. people Which... will kind of assume the good thing you don't have to <laughs> yeah yeah except for the people that know me but these people do not so you're right i need to give the benefit of the doubt on that do you have any awkward moments like that that come to your mind or you just at all? No, I'm super cool all the time, actually. Oh! <laughs> so not with me. I was picking up some medication last week mm. and at the pharmacy instead of. So I walk in and they're like, hi, uh, how can we help you or whatever? And instead of being like, hey, I'm here to pick up this medication or, you know, I, I don't know. I was just tired. It was the end of the day. It was after work. And I was like, I'm, I'm here. 
for to see if the pills are ready or so it just came out like weird and wrong and like with a little it came out like a like an alien who was pretending to be a human it was trying to ask for something um i feel like that's me anytime i go anywhere because i am always like going through my mind and practicing this is the thing i'm gonna say right now or like i'm about to make a phone call i'm like i need to convey this message and it comes out completely backwards turned around and i'm like have i ever used a phone before ever have a conversation before like why is this coming out so wrong but that kind of shit happens to me all the time where i get up in my own head and then it comes out i'm like cool that just was uh, i'm an alien perfect actually when you were saying that it made me think of a time (laughs) i walked up i went to a friend's birthday and was meeting at a bar and so a couple of people were already there at a table so i just went directly to the bar to grab a drink still i am so insecure about myself and like being that confident woman that knows what she wants. Like I'm pretending all of the time because eventually I will just be that person. But I walked up and I knew what I wanted. I walked up and I said, I said, how are you doing? And I thought he said, do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? And I said, Jameson neat. And he actually had said, well, it's better now. <laughs> oh, or like I said, how are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm doing better now. Something like that. And I was like, Jameson neat. <laughs> I mean, maybe better that you cut him off in that case. I don't know. Like, also, it's like, just be normal, please. Like, can you settle down and like listen to what someone else is saying before you're just like, blah, blah, blah. like, just throw up your drink order. And a lot of times, like, you know, if you're at a store or somewhere and you're looking for something and in your head, you're like, I'm looking for this, looking for this, looking for this. Someone's like, oh, how can I help you? You just like blurt out instead of like being a normal person, like, oh, actually, I would love some help. Can I get the, you know, instead, you're just like, I'm looking for, just whatever the thing is just blurred it in their face where it's like okay i could have been like way cooler than that and like more polite but like then you don't explain it you're just like all right i'm i'm the jerk now that just barked out this one ingredient i'm looking for yeah sometimes your brain is just out of out yeah. of energy it, yeah and when you're in like a mode of like lurking for something you're shopping it's not like you're just like chilling hanging out with friends and shooting the shit you're just like on a mission to do something and so you know a lot of times people that work in these industries are on the receiving end of like probably some weird conversations yeah i i would assume if you actually work in one of those environments you don't you don't even think about it you just you know roll on to the next one yeah i'm sure another topic that allison (laughs) talked about and it's something that i can relate to but she was talking about how if you talk about somebody else in a public forum say on a podcast (laughs) That it could come back and bite you in the butt. And it is definitely something like, I don't know how much has really come back to bite me, but there's been definite times where I'm like, and obviously I've talked about it where I'm like, I need to find a balance of like what I talk about and who I talk about and when, because it really could backfire on me in certain respects. And like, obviously my life is fodder for the show and I will talk about people, but I should wait until like, they're maybe not currently in my life. (laughs) perhaps that is for the best yeah i do so i was thinking the other day about how if anyone from your school listens or might you know Mm -hmm. stumble upon the podcast yes so i have on my facebook page i've taken off that i'm anything about this show i've also on so on my instagram though i do have a link to like in my bio i have the link to the show's page but i don't say anything about the show there because actually one person new has followed me that is from my work 
my boss she's already followed me so she already knows what's going on but like she doesn't care and she doesn't listen and if she did that's fine shout out to you terry but anyway this other lady i was like hmm, i wonder if she doesn't if anybody does any investigating they might be able to you know find that out in fact the thing oh, even the thing that like i'm going through right now the first thing that i did wow because it's hard to i have to be so vague about things but the first thing i did was google myself just to see what is out there right now to see like what people can find out about me and like does that make sense yeah just to see yeah. what comes up when you yes. google to because see what will come up with other when other previously people. the first thing it would always be the mental illness happy hour episode and then it would be that and a lot of best friends fan cast episodes now there's a lot of other lisa lowry's that have popped up but my picture from mental illness will be there and like maybe one other podcast related thing but there's a ton of other lisa lowry's that have like flooded the the, the google space that's why i sent you the picture i was like to google and that so i found that there is a sexologist named lisa lowry living in copenhagen <laughs> already that's how i found that out yeah, I I want you to meet Fair. on vacation. I yes. I would like that. Uh, but can we be in the same room together? I don't know if it's possible. Um, it is very David Lynch, like two people with the same name. One is blonde and one is brunette, but maybe yes. they're the same yes. person. Yes, there is that du always a duality, very Hitchcocky. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So I googled myself. I forgot where I was going. Oh, and so I thought if anybody really wanted to, I guess, but I don't know. Am, I don't ever I guess because I think I don't do that to anybody that nobody is going to do that but I guess that's a very naive way of thinking yeah same I I don't I cannot remember rarely would I have hmm, if I am googling your name we already have a problem probably <laughs> like you know that's it's true. not a thing I do uh true. regularly very true I had one other topic and then the, a couple of oh, I'm sorry two topics and then there's two JMOs they're talking about magazine subscriptions, which I feel like is such an antiquated thing. Although I do have one subscription, I believe still. And then they're talking about bathroom entertainment, which feel free to talk about either of those things. In my notes, I have, oh, I have bathroom phone in my notes. And I was like, <laughs> someone, is it about someone having a phone in their bathroom? Which is the thing I've heard oh, of before. But Elvis. it was Allison yeah. talking about being on her cell phone in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what was the and, other thing? Uh, what's his face? Jordan plays some game while he's taking a deuce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So different things to entertain yourself while you're in the restroom. Do you have a, a go-to to plan? Usually I will just take whatever I'm already doing on my phone into the bathroom with me. Uh, if I'm reading something or listening to something, I'll just grab it and take along take it along with me. Hmm. I don't I don't have like special bathroom okay. magazines or books or anything. I've definitely been in people's houses that had different, you know, like magazines over the course of my life, different like magazines or people who have like a full like you know, book shelf rack yeah. situation. And now that there's phones, people apparently, I think that's what they do is they bring their phone in all the time, but I never do. That's not something I do. When I was a kid, I had a book everywhere I went, no matter what, always, just everywhere I went, I was, my nose was in a book. So I definitely would bring it in at that time too, but it wasn't just, just for that time. I want to spend as little time as possible in there. Although I need to spend more time. I mean, I would like it if I did, but once I'm there, like I'm not trying to like, hunker down and like homestead here like i it, you know what i mean like i want to just take care of biz and get out i don't need like entertainment for this moment it's a weird yes. phenomenon yes i will say at work 
the bathroom breaks are a little bit longer for me. It's just more of a, I'm going to sit mm-hmm. down and look at my mm-hmm. phone yes. for an extra 10 minutes while I'm in here. Whoa. Wow. Just, and just I, a little I bit of me time. Most men go into the restroom before that. I think that's where it started is to get away from the family. <laughs> well, I, we, yeah, it's true. Have you ever had a non sexual orgasm? I have trouble with the concept. Mm. Would you like me to describe mine? Because I've had many. Is, <laughs> you have an ear thing? What's going on? What yes, are yours? I did have an ear thing. When I. <sighs> When I'm getting my feet scrubbed. Okay. Um, when I get my non-sexual, I said non-sexual, like I'm getting a pedicure or something like that. They do the exfoliation thing, which, by the way, my feet are quite smooth. But when they're doing that, right, like there's brand, a right. non-sexual orgasmic feeling to it. I I sometimes want to just go in and have them just do that for like 15 minutes. When I get my teeth scraped, <laughs> like when they use the pick. Sure, like a teeth cleaning. Yeah. Oh, also my cuticles when they're pushing like the cuticles and like scraping the cuticles. Like I get that. I get it then a little bit. Definitely head um, scratches and massages for sure. Do the same thing. There was another one and I can't remember what it was. Obviously there's a lot. I'm multi (laughs) non-sexual orgasmic. Uh, So let's take the foot. Oh, I thought of another one. The first one that I thought of when they were saying this actually even though I think I've sent this, I sent the JMO in about my teeth and my feet, not about it being orgasmic, but just about it being like, like, I really like the feeling of it, but it has that feeling of like, has the same sensation ish, but it's not sexual. But the other one is when I'm cold and I go stand out in the sun, I, every single time I'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And it's like this feeling <laughs> I say it out loud every time and I don't realize I, I it like comes like i it's just it happens i can't help myself and it's like it i definitely have that feeling of like oh it's so good oh go ahead dissect me yeah yeah so question so taking the foot scrubbing thing for an as an example what how would you describe the feeling it is it has bits of orgasmic feelings to it but like not in my nether regions like it's tingly and it feels good. <laughs> yeah, I think I just don't have this with like in a non-sexual capacity. Had if like if you're getting your ha- hair washed at the salon or whatever, have you had somebody wash your hair before? Uh, not not no. Okay, it is definitely something that feels amazing, and I understand what I mean. Okay, this is obviously just going right into the JMO that Rob has talking about getting haircuts and. When he gets that massage, he just, he says, why can't I just pay for that? Well, sir, you can, you just like the massage place I go to. One of the options is just head massage. You can get that. And I know that that would be like, it is something that it does not turn me on, but it's very like orgasmic feeling. And like, I could probably, I would fall asleep probably, but like, it's just like a very good feeling. Hmm. I think. (laughs) Like a back scratch, maybe you might have the same feeling. The closest thing I can think to this is after like a yoga class or something that felt like a big release. There, there is a oh, sorry, (laughs) is it voluminous? Uh, Uh, So, okay, Uh, okay, I hmm. So, they she equated it to the ASMR where people get that like itch scratched where it's has that feeling but it's not sexual which i know some people 
it's sexual too but and for me that makes me fucking irritated like it makes my stomach hurt and like it does have that same kind of tickly feeling but like aggravating so it's the very opposite feeling but i understand now where they're coming from yeah Um, yeah being in a tattoo parlor uh place also if i go get getting a tattoo like sitting there waiting that like smells and the sounds and the buzzing i'm like (laughs) and a little bit of the pain I just to note several of these things involve like physical discomfort, you could call it. Yeah. See, and that goes right back to like the torture and stuff. Anyway, normal and totally what's the word? Healthy mentally. (laughs) Uh, Potentially, if in in the right situation, yes. In the the right hands. (laughs) Yeah, professional help is what you're indicating there so the other, i am not yes the oh. other jmo is jordan finds out about trends because of parody and that is 100 percent me but i never go down any rabbit holes i never try to find the beginning of it what it means the etymology i'm just like oh this must be a thing that's about the, as much as it goes yeah as, far as it goes for me the jonah hill thing was also an example that came to mind for me because i just i read someone who you know made a tweet and someone else who posted something on instagram about mm. If you need to hang out with wild women from your past or whatever, it, it was some mm. quote from the Jonah Hill texts that he's te- being controlling and texting to his girlfriend. But out of context, it just seemed like someone talking about having a good time. I don't know. It was. Uh, I had was no funny. knowledge of this at all and not even the parodies, but the girl dinner or whatever, that one, I've only seen parodies of that. Um, definitely the dream team has sent a few reels and I'm sure some people have sent like TikToks of some sort and I was like I'm guessing there's something there but I don't know what it is I still don't but I know it's something and that's a parody of it and I'm sure it's funny girl dinner very funny uh, also in the, the category of like mild eating disorder TikTok but but also very funny because it'll be like girl dinner and then a picture of like you know a, a glass of wine and uh, like uh, just a a whipped whipped cream oh. on a plate or something like just oh. <laughs> not uh, not healthy eating habits, but Ooh. funny. That was funny. There was one that was like boy dinner, but it was someone who'd like taken a bite out of a Nerf football or something like that. Uh, I just keep seeing the ones where like the dogs like licking their crotch or like uh, I nice. don't even know. Like yeah, just different ones like that where it's like you know, hi bro, hi bro. Even stuff. the original version is a joke about eating like shit. Mm, okay right well it's funny and fun anything else from thursday <laughs> a couple things so okay, they oh tony and talking about having an off awkward moment with someone tony. said have a gusta oh my god have a gusta was the fucking funniest thing i've heard all, all week have a gusta is great uh he should it's sell shirts that's why it's so great that needs to yeah. be his shirt like have a gusta is so fucking funny i love yes. have a gusta I'm I'm a big fan of Havagusta, actually. So good. It is yeah. one of those things where it's like, wait, is that a thing? But like, you can't like question it because it's like, oh, people say that now. Or you're like, did that guy just say Havagusta? I wouldn't I, even quite, I would think it's exactly. a thing. I would, I would, think I would not. I would just assume, oh, that's what they say out here or something. Like, it, I would not think about it for two seconds. Especially coming from Tony because he does not look like, like, we all know him to be sort of 
more of a depressive and insecure person, not a person that's going to be like kicking doors down, being like, have a goose it, dude. But he looks like a guy that is confident enough to say that. So I would believe it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Tony could pull it off. You guys are saying have a gusta. I would just assume it's some sort of Spanish or Spanglish that I'm not familiar with. And it <laughs> totally makes sense. Uh, it's so California. <laughs> like so, so Southern California. Have a gusta. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. That's oh, uh, the. So my, I think Allison should watch The Exorcist. I think oh, the movie, yes. because she saw it as a, she partially half kind of saw it yeah, as a kid. Yeah. Uh, she saw like is, two seconds of it and made yeah. a summation. And I think she heard the audio from it and that was scary. Mm. I think if she watched it as an adult, probably during the daytime, she probably yeah. realized it's just a movie. Yeah. Uh, it's and, not... and it, it probably has more power in her mind because it's a, it's literally tied to like a traumatic, traumatic event and is not a, a thing that she can actually fully process true which also in my mind i'd be like well maybe that's better that way because then it's actually a horror movie but like i when it was re-released in theaters in the late 90s at some point i remember a group of friends and i went to go see it and yeah it's not it's you know troubling there's a bee in here candy man <laughs> what you say that you get for saying that the exorcist isn't scary it's a uh, devil just... sent a bee for you oh my god I love bees. I love you. I celebrate you, but go away. Don't come in my face. Where'd you go? Anyway, yeah, it wasn't that scary. Now I have like goosebumps. <laughs> Perfect timing. I agree. Take the timing out the timing. <laughs> take the take the um horror, the fear, the trauma out of it and like rewatch it. I think it would be fine. Shoot, you're right. Yeah, I think that's a plan. I, I think that as, as someone who saw a bunch of horror movies when I was like six, when I was very much too young to be seeing them, I think watching them as an adult does sort of help you file them away in your brain as, yeah. oh, this is a movie and not a, a horrible thing I saw as yes. a child. Like take the power away. Yeah. I saw enough horrors in my lifetime that were real that now when I see that stuff, I'm like, meh, that's fake and silly. <laughs> Even though like... You could talk about the, you know, the true horror stories of like the people that were that like the exorcist type of real things that people claim happen. So, I mean, when I at coast to coast on coast to coast at night, I listen, I heard a story just the other night. They were talking about all of these like, what is it called when you're poltergeists? No, uh... when a thing is in your body. Oh, my God. Possess... <laughs> Possession. To be possessed. Just kidding. It's also going back to a lot of things. I decided to really settle down and pull back from a lot of things, by the way, but I'm not going to mention anything right now or say anything. You guys will all be proud of me, but I'm not going to say anything right now. Good. Good. Yes. yes. I'm making great strides in an attempt to, uh, because my life is so out of control right now, it's like an only few ways I can control it. And this is one of them that I think will great, greatly help in helping me with my strength to be there in the situation I'm dealing with. Yeah. That being said, I also can control my finally in my life, my weight. And I was kind of starting to eat like a normal person and I gained a few pounds and I was like, Nope, I'm going back to starving. starving. Yes, you did. Because that's literally <laughs> the thing you mean, Lisa. Okay. You won't be proud of me on this part, but like I've been I going back not. to fasting and yeah, I lost like oh, four ish plus pounds this week 
partially from stress, but like sticking to like being better at putting stuff in my face. <sighs> hmm. Healthier things, better things. Little, uh, yellow, uh, different. I know. Partial credit. Thank you. I'll take it. Anything is anything is positive at this point. <laughs> anything else from Thursday? Yeah. So Good. Daniel talked about the annoying YouTube videos where they're all edited together and to say weird things or with loud noises. Those are called mm. YouTube poop, actually. Oh. Um, he couldn't quite think of the name of it. They are very annoying and I don't get them. I think part of so part of the audience is like literally children. Yeah. Because it's just like noise. Some of them are just noises and people saying goofy things. They're not even coherent. But hmm. part of it is a I don't want to say ADHD or something. Part of it is for people who I think get something out of it that I just don't get out of it. Because it's it's not uh what I would call funny or interesting or good it's just hey there's some sort of recognizable character and they're repeating the same phrase over and over but it gets a little bit slower each time or that kind of thing it's it's uh i don't i don't appreciate it it would be illegal under my regime as to why i never need to be on youtube i just never got into watching youtube it just never was a thing and like sometimes like i'll want to learn something i'll seek something up i've never been a person that watches youtube like when i hear people do that i'm like people watch youtube that seems so strange to me but it's just like i just it just like went right over me um so i guess it's a good thing because i'm missing out on all this good stuff yeah i mean youtube is like the number two search engine behind google so if it is very helpful even my kids are like nobody watches youtube anymore i'm like good i'm glad i'm glad that i skipped over that whole phase (laughs) now people are not watching anymore with the young people anymore it It used to be very like the youtubers and Shane Dawson and uh, uh Grace yes, and that like. whole like that whole culture, YouTube culture, those people, no thanks. Also, some of them are like like dumb racists. Like in my mind, YouTubers are like people who do vlogs or make like sketch comedy. Some of them are just like I play video games and I talk about Jewish people, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> why does this person have a million followers? That's uh, that's a problem. It's uh, yeah, it's not good. Get the phenomenon of youtube and i'm i'm glad i didn't i understand why it happened and why people are into it It just it never landed on me so i'm happy about that i have wasted my time with much other stupid things i don't know if that was a correct sentence or not i have to ask does it say did you (laughs) did you even though i upgraded on zoom like i wish that it still had like a time of how long i've been recording it does not have that i'm kind of surprised oh that wouldn't be a feature but you would think so yeah yeah do you were you checking the time when we started is that how you know yes we've been okay. recording about uh, two hours are you serious i thought yep. we were doing short and sweet no it is not been short <laughs> and sweet why can't i listen i'm just too good to talk to i guess you all can't those two hours are you serious away. yep what the fuck yeah Oh, all right. Anything more from Thursday? <laughs> One last thing. Uh, AARP, mm. I know you like old people stuff. Have they reached out to you? Have they uh, tried I to get you in their lodge? I first started get- <laughs> I think I first started getting my AARP like catalogs where they would send you like, I think it was like a tester. Like just they'll just send you one to see if you're interested. I don't think it's like because you're a member, but like 
maybe that's what they always send. I don't know. I haven't looked into sure, it. Sure, like flirting. But, They're just yes. throwing it out there to see if this you is pick like it up. blew me a kiss with their little magazine and and I'm like, whoa. I'm I I know I was in my 30s. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What's this? And I saw the back. And I'm like, hmm, elastic waistband jeans. Maybe into this, but like I, they haven't got my their grips on me yet, which you would think. If it was a cover and there was bingo on there, I would have fucking opened that shit quickly. But now I have not investigated. I kind of don't even know what the hell it is. They're Same. definitely trying to grab grab me though. They're they've tried on multiple occasions. I've gotten that thing. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it is. They I'll, I know they give discounts on stuff for people over a certain age, but that's really all I know. Hmm. Is it like the entertainment guide? I think there's some aspect of that to it. Hmm. Hmm. I do. So on the show, they did also mention AAA, which I'm, I've not the read. The West it. Ways. Like, I West, love yeah. that magazine. Every time it comes, I'm like, oh, I'm going to save this and like get some ideas of where to go. Or like what? Sometimes I'll do like local things on like restaurants. You must try in L.A. or whatever. And I'll save it and look through it. And then eventually I'm like, I'm never doing any of this shit. Sometimes I'll have history on some fun stuff. But other than that. I think it has gotten a little lacking as of late, the last few. Yeah, I am a big AAA fan. I don't think I've read. I'm sure I've thumbed through the West Ways, but I I uh, enjoy. I've definitely fingered it. <laughs> I enjoy their discounts. <laughs> I like that they have like travel discounts and stuff, and the yeah. you know the regular AAA service type stuff. We need. I'm a I'm very pro AAA. Yeah, it is just, the, just not double A RP. I. Yeah, yeah. Triple A beats double A. Okay, I like that. Ask uh, Lizzie Cooperman about it. Mm. She does Speaking all the, the of bra sizing stuff. It's Lizzie Cooperman, check. that was a nice boob check, but also happy belated birthday to Whitney. And we got her a reading by Lizzie Cooperman. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so she had it done last Thursday and she said it was amazing and awesome. And I just... I didn't get many more details than that, but it just makes me really want to get one. And it's that's very attainable. Also, another thing I can do that would be fun. Yeah, I continue to be disappointed that she couldn't do the readings at the BFF. I, I know. When it was mentioned, I was like, I don't know. I'm not really into this. But then right. when it got canceled, I was like, I I really, it's I now I miss it. Now I feel I, like I should have, I didn't want to be the asshole and like just press it more where it's like, what can we do? to sweeten this deal like what can we make what can we do to get you into my house today you know what i mean how can we get you into a my house today like a <laughs> yes. car salesman yeah yes so i i feel like i don't know if i dropped the ball but i want to be a bitch and be like that per not a bitch i didn't want to be like that person where it's like well we deserve or you owe us it just felt like we're already doing this thing that i feel oversteps a lot of boundaries and bounds with allison in a way like in the very beginning i felt it a lot but we've been doing it for so long that i don't think about it as much when i really sit and think about it i'm like huh. i do feel like we cr kind of cross and we could i could easily cross a lot more boundaries with people because so many people from allison's show has followed me on twitter or followed the show on twitter and like i really could have i really could have like overstepped and i never did but they were very trusting and nice too you know, like us. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And um, I'm, I'm, it's good that you're being mindful of not wanting to, you know, overstep yeah. with guests of Allison's show. Even like people like Rafi and I tried 
thought about, oh, we should have this person or that person. And then we would reach out sometimes. And then I'd feel kind of uncomfortable a little bit with reaching out to certain people or just thinking like, oh, maybe we're crossing it now, you know, asking Daniel or asking Allison. Even Allison said, said she would be on, which I should press that more now. She said it. Daniel said he would. Ken has multiple times would happily be on. Uh, Renee already has been on. Colonel Jeff, unfortunately, was on, not with me. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Asterisk. Said no to me. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I could have asked Pearly Jordan. Did I ask anybody else? I don't know if I asked anybody else, but, yeah. I Then I was just like, eh, this feels weird. It just feels weird entitlement sometimes to ask. Then also, yeah. I'm like, it's okay if I ask some. I don't know. I go back and forth on that. Anyways, now that we've talked way too long again, but I feel like here's the difference. This time, it was mostly about the topics from both episodes. That is true. We were much more on topic. Yeah, we were talking about all the topics. Uh, Of course, we're going to talk about our own stuff, but like it's, we were, I feel like we did okay. We did go long, but I'm not going to say like, hey, skip forward one and a half hours to get to where we talk about Allison's show. <laughs> you know, like we talked yeah. about it the entire time. There were just a lot of topics this week. Yeah, there's a a lot uh, a lot on the menu, a lot on on the plate yes. to get through. It was like the cheesecake factory of episodes this week. Mm-hmm. So you know, we had a lot to talk about, and maybe it wasn't all quality, much like that restaurant. But you know what? Oh, <laughs> did you hear that? <laughs> You, I heard something. This is yeah. the cat. No, it was <laughs> it was my flip flop getting stuck on the desk. Uh, yeah, it's whatever. Are are your feet on the desk? No, it just got the, caught on the bottom of the lip of the desk and uh, made a little flipping flapping noise. Which, like, I'm not pro flip flop at all, but at home I do wear them. I outed myself. Oh, we could talk about shoe museums, but you know what? I'm good. I would like them to exist. That's all I wanted to say. I'm sure there yeah. is one, actually. I feel both. I, I feel like we're good. And also, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a shoe museum somewhere. All right, there's got to well, be. Let's wrap it up on this uh, shoe. That's dumb. <laughs> really big shoe. I really get it. Really big shoe, Elizabeth's shoe. All right. Let's, uh, where can we find you? Where I'm trying to remember the lyrics to I'll Be There. But I, I don't. Uh, find me in the BF Fancast Facebook group, probably. Although probably not posting anything. I will be around. I am it's on not a... these five words, I swear to you. It's not that one, right? It's the no. other. I'll be there. I'll no. Be... no, I'm singing a different one now. All right. You'll be in the Best Friends Fan Cast Facebook group. I love that. I'll be there too. Mm-hmm. And everybody else should join us I there. am on social media, but don't worry about it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm taking a break from giving out my handles just because okay. why? Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to be on this show, join us, won't you? Email me, call me. Like I said before, smoke signals, rain dance, what have you. Oh, Mexican hat dance. That's not really calling attention to anybody. What am I saying anymore? Email me, bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show everywhere. It's fine. Join us in the Facebook group. I think that's about fucking it. BFS, you truly are the fucking best. I realized I did not end on a positive note, but you know what? Here's a affirmation for you. Say this after me. I love myself and I am enough. Thank you and good night. Yay, we did it. We did. We did the thing. Yeah. It was done. 